Welcome to Rig for Dirt, the podcast recorded as the adventure happens, presented by DeMello Off-Road, Milestar Tires, and Rebel Off-Road. Those are our boys. Our boys. I'm Frank. I'm Molly. And this is another episode of us out away from home. We're yeah. not in your backyard. So this is part of a new ongoing series that we right. hope to bring you. Uh, the OHV Trails of California. Yeah. Maybe one day America, but for now, California. All the OHV parks that you can visit in California, in Southern California. That's the goal. That's the goal. So we're kicking it off today. Where are we at? We are at Gorman, also known as Hungry Valley OHV, yep. or SVRA, excuse me, Hungry Valley yep. SVRA. And um, we've been doing some trails. We did the little obstacle course, which we'll talk about, and having some fun. And we're out here with friends. We are. We are we're actually uh, uh, social, somewhat distancing um this uh this weekend right and uh and i gotta say it's it's nice to be back the first time when i bought my jeep and actually i think the first time i met you yeah was in hungry valley here yes in hungry valley. yeah this is a special place for us for sure for our buddy matt's uh wedding no uh, pr- pr- proposal, proposal. Yeah. yeah yeah he proposed to his now wife right uh beth out here and that that's what brought us together because you guys work together you and matt we did, yeah, at five eleven. Yep, and so that, and then Shannon worked there, which is what brought me out here. Yep, and Shannon um, was friends with that. Yeah, and so that was that was really cool. Kind of one of those things that those chance meetings that end up becoming something later. Both of our vehicles were completely stuck. Yes, too, back then. So yep. what's really cool about this this trail is you come in and right away. Well, the just, park because there's a lot of trails. Or the park, I mean, yeah, there's so many trails. Yeah, that you can get on. There's 130 miles worth of trails. Yep. In this area, like all intertwined, and you could literally spend a few days. And, oh, easy. And do something new every day. Um, what we like to do, which we did last time we were here, and which we did now, uh, we went to the recreation area, which is a series of man-made obstacles for your rig. You can flex out. You can try some challenging, um, like uh, you could bottom out, basically. See if <laughs> see, see if you're gonna bottom out. Joe here, who's with us from uh, Hydro Tank, uh, we got him through a series of obstacles and yep. had to uh, uh, winch him a little bit just to give him a little helping hand. But it was a uh, it was a good time. Hey, you know what, Joe? Why don't you introduce yourself? How's it, guys? I'm Joe with Hydro Tank. Besides, you having a good time. Very cool. Welcome. Yeah, thanks. We also have Josh Hop Hunter. Hop Hunter. It's been a long time since we've got to hang out with Hop Hunter. Woo! And we also have... This is Nicholas. I work for Juneshine, but an avid off-roader myself, and glad to be with you guys. We are charging you for that plug. Um, <laughs> funny story. Funny story about Nick. Um, I think I met Nick like over a year ago at Taps Brewery. Uh, just happenstance where I had my Jeep, and he's a avid off-roader. He's got a... Uh, is that a Forester? It's a Forester. Yeah, he's got a Forester that's, that looks like it's got a little bit of a lift, maybe, and... No lift, huh? That's stock. Wow. Uh, so, and he's got some uh, nice uh, uh, beefy tires on there, and he's been hanging yeah. the whole day today and having some fun. And as a matter of fact, you're also a photographer, right? Uh, yeah, I dabble. He dabbles in photography. So we'll see what we get out of this, but we should have a lot of great content. And this is also the first episode where we are coming to you live, uh, not live. Well, in <laughs> in real life on video. We're recording this episode with some new gear. With new right? gear. It's this Insta360 thing we got. It's the 1X2, yeah. not sponsored. Um, just me and Frank were looking at this thing, and Evan from Rebel was telling us all about it, and so we got this. So we're recording. But, yeah, Nick I met like over a year and a half ago, and Frank, what, you met him like yesterday? Yeah, literally yesterday. Yeah, we were at, we were picking <laughs> up lunch um, near my house, and I think it was we were at Stadium Brew, right? And um, I actually had went in to pick up my lunch, and Shannon was still in the FJ, and yep. she was talking to Nick. And she was like, hey, you talking to, talk to this guy. And I was like, okay, that's random, but okay. <laughs> and so we started talking. And yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, he knows that he met you. And, um, and then we started talking. He's heard, you know, he's heard about us. And uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. I told him we we're coming out here. And he said, he, you were there with, you know, obviously June Shine. You were doing a sales call, I think. Yeah. So um, hooked us, hooked me up on, the, on a few cans. And- so if you don't know about June Shine, it's interesting. It's my first time ever having kombucha. Because my buddy Manny used to uh, describe it as um, vinegar, flavored vinegar that you drink. <laughs> flavored vinegar. Um, not, not this kind, but 
but just in kombucha in general we used to like just like to make fun of it but i had my first can of this pineapple uh june shine hang on it's called midnight painkiller midnight painkiller and you know what it was nice i'm used to like cider so i get plenty of shit for drinking cider from everybody um and i'll drink your fucking ipas too whatever guys um (laughs) but uh but it was my first time drinking this hard kombucha and the fact that it's at six percent i liked so that already kind of won me over as as long as it gets down and it'll get you crunk like (laughs) it's good with me get you a little saucy yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, but yeah the taste was good and it was it was a new experience and the cans are really nicely done yeah they are it's funny because my first experience was this what with this was um this november for thanksgiving my cousin brought this over and she was like just raving about it she's like i love this stuff you need to try it and i was pleasantly surprised because same thing i'm not a big fan of kombucha normally um I've tried it before. I've just it's just never been my thing. And so I tried this and I was like, wow, pleasantly surprised. That's actually quite tasty. Yeah. So. I mean, uh, I thought the same thing. I've been in the beer industry for uh, five five years now on, in sales and I worked for some some big breweries, uh, Ballast Point for a few years. I went over to the the people over at Green Flash who also own Alpine Beer Company. So a lot of San Diego and June Shine also from San Diego. Oh, really? Um, you know, they had some some old people from Ballast Point join their team and they kind of picked me up and I'd never had it before. And, you know, I had a, my first couple cans. I'm like, I enjoy this and I can definitely go in and sell this stuff. You yeah. know, like it's this is good. You guys got something here. Yeah, it was tasty. It left me definitely surprised because that's not normally the no, not if I saw it on the shelf and this is just my own bias because I know I don't like kombucha, but um, I wouldn't I would have just passed it up straight up. And so the fact that she introduced me to it, I'm like, damn, that's good. So here I am. I'm on my third one. So hell yeah, glad saucy. you guys are liking it. <laughs> Joe, did you try it? I did not actually, I need to, I need to get myself a can. Well, we're using them as we're using them as weights for right. our equipment. They're also holding down our gear. Our, like so. Sometimes we like to paint a paint a picture about where we are. Yeah. And right now we're underneath some like major power lines, which we're on Powerline Trail or whatever it's called. Powerline Powerline Road. Yeah, Powerline Road. Road, Powerline yeah. Road. Out in uh Hungry Valley and we're all getting brain cancer as we as we yes. speak. And you know, yes. honestly, I am sensitive to those of you who may have had brain cancer or have a family member, so sorry. I'm not saying that as a joke. I'm just saying literally we're underneath these massive power power wires and you can like hear them up there like buzzing oh yeah they're humming and i don't the know wind, if you guys can hear them at but least the humming. wind is cutting through the, whatever that noise is there's noise right yeah yeah so i mean this is like where you don't want your house to be built or like a kid's park like the stories you hear you know yeah but here we are but we're not kids if and there's we're any static on our podcast it's because of these power lines <laughs> so we don't, we don't know what it's going to sound like right right anyways but yeah um it's windy as f um yeah. freezing it's actually surprisingly cold because in orange county today it was going to be high 70s and none right. of us bothered to check the weather in hungry valley we just figured oh you're going north which for most of us is los angeles which always equates to warmer right. so none of us checked <laughs> it's We're, cold as shit we all came up here and it hasn't passed 55 degrees today it's been 50 and i know that that's probably not cold for you in texas who are actually experiencing real life cold but for us in california this is like deep, deep winter. Yeah. This is like I'm living in my refrigerator right Long now. John's. My voice is yeah. about to get higher. Exactly. Excuse me. Exactly. This is things are receding. I'm getting cold. Yeah. So yeah, so you can make your California jokes now. Insert, I just, I just put here. some gloves on because I'm freezing. <laughs> no, I'm not from fucking Detroit. I'm sorry you are. I'm sorry you are. Jeez. Yeah. You know what? No joke. The worst. The worst weather I've ever experienced was in Chicago. Yeah. No joke. Yeah, I, I, don't yeah. under, I don't understand why anyone We're lives like there. like Michigan. Yeah. It's like cold as shit. I don't Sorry, understand Sorry, Ken. It. You live in Michigan, bro. Yeah. I've had... I know a lot of people in the Midwest, and they all make the case for why it's so great to live there, and it just goes over my head. I don't, I don't freaking well, get it. Well, it's cheap as fuck. Yeah. That's there is a, that's, that. Yeah, There's I mean, that piece. Yeah. Yeah, that, but you don't enjoy... Market. You don't enjoy six months of it. You're hibernating in your basement. Sure. Yeah. Like... Yeah. I did, and I was reminded why I don't want to live there. <laughs> you know, I got to say, in California, granted, tech, a lot of people are moving out to Texas, Arizona, and yeah. for obvious reasons, but, you know, California, we've we've got the best of all worlds. You can, within an hour, usually, you're at the beach, in the mountains, yep. in the desert, like, any scenery you need. Yep. You want to go to the fucking zoo, a theme park, 
Like it's all within reach yep. in California. Oh, straight up, we pay for it. No, there's no denying that. We pay through the nose for it. But I grew up here my entire life, and I have zero desire to leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> straight up. So, um, so yeah. Now that now that you guys can pause this podcast and make fun of us, and then hit play again when you're done, um, we can talk about Hungry Valley. Yeah. So and why it's cool to be here. Why you should look at. Why you should check out SVRA areas in your kind of area and we're gonna we're gonna try to bring it to you yeah like, absolutely uh, you know so when we first came it was during the super bloom yes it was crazy and uh, this is actually a pretty popular spot for wildflowers yep so the weeds were higher yes uh, it's like right before they turn into weeds they were like so pretty but uh yeah you'd see all these families coming in pulling off to the side taking pictures it was gorgeous beautiful uh, we came out here and we had a we had a really great time i think did we even cover that I think we might have covered it already, like our whole. I don't think so. I mean, really? I, think we, I think we've talked about the fact that we met here, but it was kind of like we just kind of glossed over it. We didn't. We didn't spend a lot of time on it, in, you know, per se. Well, like I said, there's there's a shitload amount of trails here. You and there's like, all kinds of trails for any level. Yeah. So you're gonna get super just fire road style, right? Novice as novice as it gets. Yep. To amateur, to experienced, to highly technical, to black diamond. Yeah. Yeah, and. Um, even the black diamonds here, you're not talking like Rubicon up north black diamond. It's just like, you know, if you really don't know what you're doing, you probably shouldn't do it. Right. Like the guy we saw behind us. I don't know if he's, is he, is he still, no, he got out a while ago. Yeah. 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 But, but, but I mean, for example, like there's so many trails out here, you could really get there's, it up. There's the green dot, which is the easiest, Yep. right? That's the fire road easy. And so for example, I think the wash that we did, the, the second half of Freeman wash, that was a, that was an intermediate trail. So, yeah, you saw just just to give you an idea of the rating, the Freeman's the East Freeman, that way going up to the Powerline Road, that was that was an intermediate trail, and I think mostly because of the climb and the loose dirt. Right. But it, you saw how technical that was. The Forester had zero issue getting up it. So yeah, so I mean, yeah, the ratings here are if you're if you're in a well-equipped off-road vehicle, you could definitely do the the moderate to difficult. Yeah, it's also nice sure. that they offer that rating system here, so you have an idea before oh, yeah. you get down that trail. I mean, honestly, you know, being in a stock Subaru with you know all terrains and some wheels on them, that, that's all I've done to my Subaru. But for me to go on any trail, I'm like researching YouTube and see, hey, has, has anyone done this trail? Right. And give me an idea of what it's like, so I can see before I get my myself out there and right. I don't want to get in trouble, especially if I'm going by myself. Like that's not good. So it's it's nice that the rating system's here, so you at least have an idea of what you're getting into. Well, the thing exactly. is, is when you when you come on a trail like this, what you get here that you don't get on like regular trails, like like Jeep trails or or whatever you want to call them, like the more popular ones, is you don't have like a consistent, uh, steady flow of people constantly coming through these trails. And you know, luck would have it that you would find somebody coming across your way, whether it's a bike, a UTV, or uh, another vehicle. Right. Um, if you were stuck somewhere, as long as you're actually on the trails, um, or you're within you know a handful of we'll say like a few hundred feet of somebody of a trail that is more traffic so help is pretty common out here it's not like if you're on the rubicon for instance at an off time where you're just kind of stuck and you know there's really yeah right. you're gonna spend some time or you know uh cleghorn or, or whatever some of these trails that you hear about people getting just like you know stuck on here it's kind of like it's managed by rangers there's helicopters that go over like you're not going to get yeah super stuck you're not stranded yeah yeah this is this is a park right this is this is a park it's meant for this it's and that's part of the reason why Ali and I wanted to do this series is because these part these parks they're all over the country and a lot of times they get looked over because people think oh they're boring or they're predictable or the 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 obstacles don't change i've been there once no reason to go back um you know etc cetera, etc cetera. But that's actually what makes them great is that if you're someone who is new or has a new vehicle and you want to see what it can do and you want to measure your experience versus the vehicle's capability, this is that controlled environment. Right. 
Right. Like the guy, yeah, like the guy today, like that's, this is, this is the controlled environment where yep. you can choose the obstacles of your choice. You can go up as far as you want and back off, right? You can choose to not complete the obstacle. Like it is, it is a complete like practice session and there's plenty of people around here that can rescue you, um, that are willing to help or that can even, you know, be a, uh, spotter for you. Like yep. it, it's, it's. This is kind of the, the idea that a lot of guys go out to, like what Ali was saying, they'll go out to like our local trails like Cleghorn or something like that. And those are the guys you hear about getting like winched out or, you know. Right. And and the only that, that's, that's not a practice trail, right? So what ends up happening if you get stuck or you get in trouble is you yeah. clog the entire trail. Yep. Right? And so this is the place where you were, honestly, most of the people that want to do that should be coming to and then going out on the trails and putting that practice putting that practice time into actual practice. I mean, I really wouldn't have known about this had Matt not wanted to do right. the whole proposal thing. And he was a very seasoned off-roader and uh, already knew about this. And, you know, I just got lucky that I happened to come out to a, the perfect place with my brand new Jeep and have that activity area, that activity center that they have here, where it gives you so many different like options of different types of obstacles you might actually interact with um real world situations right but in a like you said a very controlled now with that said you know some of the stuff that we got joe through today had he gone off a little bit too far to the right would have been pretty serious oh totally you I can mean, fall off the obstacles yeah, you can, yeah. yeah i mean there's there's definitely that um opportunity to uh to get you know to get stuck or yeah. you know so you don't take it lightly still but uh, with that said, it is a perfect place for you if you're just starting out. Come, kind of, kind of, you know, stretch out your arms and legs and, and just see how it is. And if you that like is it, also kind of important to make sure you have like recovery gear as well. Right. Like, yeah. Don't just get a jeep and think you can come do all kinds of crazy stuff without you know getting the safety equipment you need. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So you know who's the person talking right now, Joe? Yeah. Uh, you own hydro tank. I'd like to talk about that just a little bit. I did mention it that we had done the install, uh, oh, yeah. either an episode or two ago That's right. on my Jeep, <laughs> which is on blocks. It has been on blocks for like over a month. That's right. We didn't even, we didn't even talk about the fact that Kate's not here. Yeah, no, Kate's, Kate's not here. I'm, I'm actually doing something I normally don't do, which is, uh, tag along and, and getting the good photos as and well. getting photos. Yeah. And I'm actually able to go and, and do the whole like uh photo thing, which has been a, a change. Cause I think I, I think I did it so much for work that I just never really wanted right. to do much of it. Um, but it, it's been kind of nice and refreshing. And Frank's driving. I'm like, oh, I don't have to worry about driving. <laughs> and I can look at my phone and take pictures and just do stuff. You well, know? Yeah, exactly. Eat chips. Um, <laughs> Eat chips. <laughs> what kind of chips you guys got? I didn't bring the chips. I, I got some, bro. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll hook you up. I'll hook you up. I got my um, June shine. I just need some chips. <laughs> right. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, tell us about HydroTank, man. Yeah, so I started HydroTank, I think it was in 2017. Um, it's kind of a funny story. I think we were out in Anza Borrego, and my buddy came up to me and was like, hey, the, the bumper on this Jeep's hollow, man. Like, I think people put water inside of them. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then kind of went home and figured something out. And uh, I currently work at uh, Ferrari Maserati. So I pulled Fancy. into the shop, and I found some coolant hoses from, a, I think, a 458 Italia and i think an ff as well and slap together a kit and we make pressurized water systems and that we, first kit was seven thousand dollars yeah <laughs> i think it might have been yeah special order from the factory as well for saying that ferrari's like wait you did it on our time yeah well, that is now no I was, I was clocked out i was clocked out <laughs> but since then we've um, pretty much perfected it and it's a plug and play kit sorry that wind is well, blowing you out right now yeah you're totally getting oh, blown yeah. up yeah you sorry go. you're gonna want to shield that yeah so, so yeah, it's a little it's a, windy. It's a plug-and-play kit? <laughs> yeah, so we've gone, gone through quite a few revisions, and uh, we can get pretty much every Jeep set up with one. We're working on the 4Runner as well. We have a couple of 4Runners out there. Um, Tacoma is coming soon as well. And then we're also working on a universal one that will fit pretty much every kind of truck. Or That's kind of similar to what you did for me, though, right? Yeah, so yours was a little interesting. We haven't mounted one in that location before, but, again, it's kind of um, like the, the universal setup. It comes with the pump and every all the fittings you need and just yeah. kind of hook it up. In case you missed it, so I had a... Uh, Joe over to my house and he actually did the install and you've done that and you you will do that potentially yep, I, right? I, I offer that as a service yeah well. if you need to install I'll, I'll come over and do it and it's super fast it's very reasonable um, it was one of those things that I was willing to pay for because it's just 
you don't know how bad you want it until you really need it. And I'll get into that story because yeah. <laughs> I don't think I told the story. Yeah, story. it's actually like it. it's actually a pretty good one. Did I tell the story of the last episode? Um, did we cover the shit? No, because I don't think you did. No, no, I don't think so. Oh wow, it's a shitty story. It's a shitty story. <laughs> um, but so, mind you, about a week prior, uh, Joe had installed the, his hydrotake system on my Jeep, and it involved. We actually utilized the front runner 42 liter water tank yep. from on top of my on top of my rack. So already it's positioned perfectly. And then he tapped into that with his hose and ran the hose down the front left A pillar through the engine bay, through the undercarriage of the vehicle to the back where he mounted the pump where normally your exhaust loop would kind of go, right? The exhaust. Uh, it kind of sits like right above where the rear diff is. Could you have an exhaust there? Yeah, you could still have a full oh, you exhaust. Could, really? any, any kind of exhaust system you have. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's it'll, that? It'll heat it up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then he, he ran it from the pump straight to my bumper with a fitting. And all I have to do is connect the hose to that fitting. And now I have pressurized water, yep. which is really cool. Because once you turn it on, it'll pressurize and then turn off. And then as you use the, as you use the water, it'll start to pressurize again. So it's activated based off of yeah, pressure. Yeah, so it's an, it's an undermined pump from uh, SureFlow, so they have a pressure switch built it's in. So when it builds rad. up, it just shuts itself off. Yeah. So, I mean, you could just leave that thing on potentially. I mean, you don't necessarily want to keep your system pressurized. It's, it's not going to hurt anything, but I mean, if you're not using it, just shut it yeah, off. Yeah, but it's, that's, that's cool. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I was at King of the Hammers, and I had gone to my buddy Nick's, uh, Nick Mazzanti's uh, pit, pit area, uh, for Mazanti Racing and Cracker Fab um, <laughs> Racing. And I'm hanging out, and Nick's like, oh, I got to show you these pictures. And I'm like, dude, I got to show you my pictures. And, oh, shit, my phone's in my Jeep. And I run back to my Jeep, and I look. I'm like, oh, my God, some horrible off-roader is throwing shit all over my door. Like, somebody <laughs> like, like really literal, such, literal shit, yeah. such haters. Really hates, really, really hates overlanders, yeah. you know? And it's, like, perfectly, like, this just... This terrible strand of shit is on my door handle. <laughs> and and I'm like, who's the bastard fuck that would do that, right? And I'm like, God damn it. And so I'm like, how am I going to clean this off? And and then I'm like, you know what? Assume positive intent. Like my buddy Alan from Casey. And it's funny because me and Frank were talking about that yeah, on the way up here. on the way up, yeah. But, but Alan from Casey will always say, Ali, assume positive intent because we always have interpersonal shit or, or whatever comes up. And it's like... Yeah, sometimes you need to take a step back and think, maybe it's not the worst case scenario. So I'm like, all right, let me do some deductive reasoning. And, I, and I'm like, all right, so what, what could have happened? Oh, it could have got flung up. What would have been flung up by? My tire. So I look at the tire, and sure enough, sure as shit. <laughs> there's shit on my tire. And, and not someone else's tire. No. Yeah. And then on the inside of the fender lining, there's shit there. And, and so as I start to look closer, I'm like, oh. And the trajectory lined up. There's a, there's a right, perfect trajectory. Exactly. From the tire to the liner. I did this to, to myself. The I did it. I was the <laughs> asshole. And so. And well, so, someone shouldn't have put shit there in the first place. And so I'm like, <laughs> God damn it. Someone didn't like, clean up after their dog. I've got hand sanitizer in the car. Yeah. I'm like, I guess I could squirt. I don't know. Like, use a. Wait a second. I've got I my mean, hydrogen. Can you, can you sanitize poo? <laughs> I just got I don't it. You can. It's still poo. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> so I connected it. I turned it on. And uh, sure as shit, I got it off. Yep. <laughs> and, it, and it was like water. high pressure water. Got it all off. And then I hand sanitized the shit out of it. And uh, and it was done. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like the best thing I could have ever done a week ago. Yeah. That came in handy, like literally. And I, and I, and I, and I shit you not, this is a true story. Okay. Are we, are we done with that joke? We're going to dry this one into the fucking ground. Into the ground. Um, Holy shit. <laughs> So, yeah, dude, thanks. Thanks for yeah, doing that install over the weekend. And situations and anything else that life throws at you. <laughs> and so now as a, as a result, you Joe, is, yeah. Joe is going to add this as a feature, oh, uh, as a use case, yeah. a use case of hydro For all shitty situations. Right. We'll get a little uh, poop emoji sticker there and put go. it on a door handle there and you spray go. it off or something. <laughs> <laughs> never, never a problem here again. Yeah. <laughs> hydro shit for your Jeep. <laughs> I mean, it works when you run out of TP as well, so... God. Oh yeah! Did you have that actual story? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When uh, when COVID hit and all the TP was off for a day. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta oh do. my God. Anyways, so that was my that was my hydro tank story, and uh, at least I wasn't calling you Rinskit. 
during this podcast. I mean, that happened one time. It's fine. <laughs> it happened one time. It happened one time. During our live video. On video, but, you know. I'm on, and I'm here with Joe from Ritz. Fuck! <laughs> I was going to say something about Baja Shut Designs, but... Uh, oh! <laughs> Casey, we love Touché. Casey. Touche! Casey's where it's at. Gotcha! Yep. Yep. So, anyways. So, what did we do today? Um, we got Joe stuck. We did. And then we got Joe unstuck. And we kind of knew it could have happened. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, that's kind of the point, right? Toyota saved yeah. me, so. Yeah. My sister saved me a couple times. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Toyota saved the Jeep. That's right. That's right. It's uh, Actually, it's, I got saved by Toyota up going up to Big Bear one time. I snapped a brake caliper off. Oh, and wow. He came up behind Oof. me with a pair of vice grips and some brake fluid and Perfect. saved me. I was able that's to get it. home. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, did you hear that? Vice grips? No, did you hear that in the background? I told you. It was like some Toyota guy out there. Some Toyota <laughs> troll. <laughs> told you. <laughs> um, so you were trying to do those kind of cement pipes, right? I don't know what those things are called, but yeah, I think they're, they're these a, big, like, 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 yeah, like giants. Yeah, these big concrete pipes that they that they lay down, and you're supposed to kind of just drive over them. And yeah, it's pretty easy to get high centered on them. Yeah, that's kind of the risk, right? That's what kind of what you're learning to do and yeah. not to do. If I had 40s, I probably would have been okay. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> all you needed was just that, that extra inch. Yeah, bro. right. <laughs> yeah, it really. Lives. Well, what's funny yeah. is that actually, I've never actually seen a Jeep rock like a seesaw. That was the first <laughs> yeah. time I saw a vehicle literally rock back and forth. I was like, holy shit, he's legit high center. And there's a, and there's a like, good, like, honestly, five-foot drop-off. Yes. On either side. On either yeah, side. Pretty good, so pretty good drop. That'll yeah. lay you on your side, and it'll do some decent damage. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So we uh, hooked up the FJ, um, pulled you forward a little bit, just enough for you to get traction. Yeah. Yep. And then you tried to keep going. And you had to pull me and, in. And you got stuck again. <laughs> there, were, there were two big bumps. Yeah, there were two over. big bumps. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then uh, and then you came up with, the, like we were saying earlier, right? That's kind of the point. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's why I bought this thing. Like, right. Just to get out here and have fun. And, and it's also good for your friends because I got to use the winch and the gear and see. Exactly, yeah. And actually see how the mechanism works, and how had, the button works. we got to practice works. some uh, winch safety techniques as well. Throw yep. a blanket on it, make sure the hook was on properly. Exactly. That kind of stuff. Exactly. So no, it was. It's. Uh, there's a lot more practice, and it's. And a lot of times, the practice isn't just your wheeling. It's. It's your procedural stuff, right? Things that you do for safety. Yeah, like you're saying too. Like this is a kind of like a controlled environment. Like yeah. if I got stuck there and you weren't there, somebody would have come along to save me. It's not like yeah. I'm in the middle of nowhere with Correct. no food or anything. I'm. I'm in the middle of a park with tons of people. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just literally the perfect place to to grow your dick. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 100%. Your driver IQ is gonna gonna definitely grow exponentially here. <laughs> your driver IQ. Well, definitely benefit. Yeah. From an area like this, where you could feel a little bit more comfortable. And yeah, and if you need some help, you know, growing your driver IQ, there's rangers all around. They'll yeah, come I mean, over and help you. There'll be dudes out there with bigger dicks than yeah. you, and, and they'll they'll help you along. And you know. Yeah, like Frank mentioned with that Jeep, I went down a, a line and ended up in a rock garden. And I just kind of went through it, and a brand new Rubicon came up behind me. And he had never <laughs> taken right. his Jeep off road before. Right, yeah, he wasn't even in four low. Didn't know what to do. Didn't you help him with that? I love he, that you he asked actually, him if he was in four yeah, low. He he's actually, like, yes, and he was not in four low. <laughs> <laughs> he started like trying to turn around, and I was like, dude, no, come on, I'll, I'll spot you through, man. Just had to. Yeah. You reached in. I had to reach you in. You reached in and yeah. helped him with his dick. Uh, I was. Um, was it socially distant that's, first when I helped awesome. him with his dick, and then dude, uh, put this, it in four low. This community is just such a close, <laughs> so giving. Tight, so so giving. And then uh, we locked up his rear end because he was getting tires up in the air and pulled him through it. And he was like, oh, thanks, man. Like, I didn't know I could do all that. I'm like, yeah, that's, you got a Rubicon. That's dude. what you bought it for. Buddy. That's yeah. what you bought it for. Yeah. 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 And he's out here doing the right thing, learning how to use it in a safe environment. That's exactly the point, right? And that's kind of what, we you know, Ollie and I want to set out and kind of check these places out and see what the pros and cons are to each one because they're all different. And they're all in different areas of right. California that yeah. have different terrain. Right, like some of them, like Akatia was one of them, and that has a lot more sand, a lot more dunes, a, a whole different environment that you can play with versus here. And here is a lot of hills, very mountainous, um, and there's a lot of washes, right? So you get a completely different environment, and I think that's kind of the point, right? Is you have a surprisingly large amount of places to do this in California. Like I was actually surprised at how many there were. There's there's a lot. Hey, yeah. Where, where's that one spot that we went to at KC back before I worked there? We, it was like a it was like a show and crawling session. Oh, that was Akatia. That was Akatia. Yeah, right? that was Akatia Wells. What was that event called? Uh, that was the Tierra del Sol. Tierra del Sol. Yeah, TDS. Yeah. TDS. So yeah, that's that a good time. that park is pretty bitchin'. Yes. And they have this crazy pyramid. Oh yes. yeah. Of those tubes. I, you yes. look at those things. Dude. You wonder who the hell gets up I've that seen thing. I see the guy do it. It like, looks like you're gonna roll backwards off that thing. That thing's yeah. like it's it just goes like straight up and then yes. it flattens out of the top. It's like what gets up that thing? That is nutty. Like you're not seeing any ground. 
coming no. over that crest. No. no. Like, like you're seeing way, nothing but sky. Down, like, yeah. That's nothing but sky going right. up and nothing but ground going down. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got some really bitching trails. It's a lot tighter, it seems, than this area. Yeah, I this think This is the, a very big one. I don't know how, you know, as we go through How many these, square miles it is, yeah. Yeah, as we I don't go know. through these, it'll be interesting to see how large are these OHG parks. Yeah. Which one? Ocotillo. Uh, Ocotillo, Ocotillo yeah. does, really? Yeah, Ocotillo's huge. And then what was that area called that we went to that was super scenic and it was like the, it was without the pinnacles, but it had that, like those really crazy formations. Oh, where we took the pictures? Yeah. Um, uh, Fonts Point. Oh, Fonts Point. Point. Yeah, Dude, that's that such a bitching. cool spot. Yeah, funny enough, Brad just did a video of Fonts Point. So oh, if you really? wanna If you want to see it, he literally just released it. Yeah, Fonts Point's incredible. Dude, yeah. we It's we like a mini Grand those. Canyon almost. Yes, like, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what oh, it's like. It's insane. Like that's if you exactly. haven't been, when you start walking up, just look down and don't actually look. And then when you finally get to the edge, look up and it's just it's such yeah. an incredible view. Well, what's crazy is it looks all just like mud and rock. Like a, like Badlands. Like dried yeah. mud and rock. Yeah. And I'm just expecting the ground to just give away. Yeah. Right. So like, it, it does a little crumble sketchy. really easily. And so yeah. what do we do? We go sit on the very edge of it. <laughs> yeah. You got to get the photos for the gram, dude. <laughs> yeah. For the gram. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, it was, uh, it was very cool. And uh, so there's a lot of these parks out there. There's a lot of um, amazing areas that are, are there at your disposal so we don't have to go and ruin especially for the ut like no offense but the utvs and the and some of the bike guys like it's so cheap to buy a bike but the average person doesn't necessarily buy a bike because there's a danger value right but a utv gives you not only a sense of security but it's also cheap and it goes right anywhere it's so like the a UTVs mini trophy are getting, truck man. Yeah, if it really is yeah getting a really bad rap yeah and i don't think it's utvs um i don't know i don't think it's necessarily like people who appreciate them or like use them well but it's it's the people who literally can go buy it Drive off the lot with it, right? And head to the local trail and bypass yeah, actual I mean, trails. It's the chew up the road. It's the know? quintessential. You don't know what you don't know, right? And these people buy these things and they go out and they they don't know um, the rules and hence they don't know the rules are breaking. I, I think a lot of that is like the dealerships that sell them need to be like at least giving them like a crash course. Proactive, on like yeah. Them how many fingers to hold up? That saying there's people behind them and Correct. like stuff like that. Because I, I saw that a lot here. Surprisingly, a lot. Yeah, like, I did too. People adhere to it pretty well here. I yeah, was surprised yeah, actually. It was well a big I sign when we came in too. That's nice. nice. Yeah. Like, yeah. Show people how. Yeah, like how many fingers you hold up is how many people are behind you. you right. Know, it's funny. Before I actually got into off roading, I always thought people were just waving at each other. Yeah. Like, hey, follow. <laughs> I get that all the time too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he did a peace sign. Oh, that guy's pretty cool. He did three fingers. That's right. so weird. Yeah. That's so weird. That's <laughs> okay, so weird. It must like, be like a Star Trek. Like, he, must a, he must be a west side. Like that's right. We're on the west side, bro. Um. But uh. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, then once I understood it, it's like, oh, oh you, you want to let people know, hey, there's five other fuckers behind me. He so was communicating. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> I think I, I think he gave it away when I saw somebody put two hands up with like, like six. What? I'm like, okay, that's not hello. <laughs> that's the number six. Yeah. Oh, shit, there's six people behind this guy. Yep. Um, so fun fact for you uh, novices out there. Uh, put up a put up a number sign on uh, how many people are in your group. That's right. If you come across like especially motorcycles, those are really tough. Uh, other vehicles, which you know, if it's really tight, so they know they should probably stay still until your group gets by or whoever yeah. has the right away. Especially on a tight trail or a dusty trail, you can lose sight of the tail end of the group, yeah. and they don't know how many to wait, and they might pull out in front of somebody, and you don't want that to happen. Oh, totally. Hey, so you've got a funky way you talk. <laughs> yeah, Where are you from? Just a little bit. <laughs> Little little sidetrack on that. I just wanted, right. yeah, I'm, uh, I wanted to cover that. I'm originally from South Africa. Yep. Uh, born and raised. I grew up in Durban, uh, where my both my parents were marine biologists. Oh wow! We no way. Pretty much spent every weekend going out to the middle of nowhere to do either turtle research or kind of fish research. Oh fucking turtles! And in an old Land Rover 90. That's why you off road and don't own a boat, huh? You're yeah. like you went the <laughs> you went the other direction. I'm over it. <laughs> Here, why don't you get those headphones on? It'll keep your ears warm and uh, let you hear us a lot better. Yeah, you can hear us a lot better. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> yeah, so I uh, grew up in the back of a Defender 90. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. So my dad actually still has it. I'm trying to get it over here at some point. but You know, one day you're going to die, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, he's kind of already yeah. given it to my sister and I. Can we take care of this? <laughs> Damn. I don't want to be all transactional, Dad, but, yeah. you know, we got to get the important stuff out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> and we then, all got to uh, go one day. <laughs> so I moved here, I think it was uh, 2007. Oh, so you've maybe? been here for a while. Yeah, I've been here for a little while. I was uh, 17 when I moved here. 
Oh wow! Fresh um, off the boat. Fresh off the boat. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I think you're allowed to say that. Anymore. I mean, at least you at least you spoke the language. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I speak English fluently. I speak a couple other languages too, but uh, not so much anymore because there's really no one to speak to except for my family. Right. So those kind of died off. But yeah, went to high school, went to college. Oh, so you still went to high school? Like you were young enough. You were an early enough seventeen that you still had to go to that. Yeah. So the school year starts at like different times. Yeah. So when I moved here, they had to like hold me back a year. Oh, okay. So I was a kind of like a super senior, if you will. But <laughs> super senior. <laughs> you are booze, bro. Yeah. Got you. I, exactly. <laughs> Not that old, but <laughs> dude's twenty-one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've been here for a while. Love it. Love California. Like you were saying, you can pretty much go uh, like about an hour's drive, and you can get anywhere. So go to the beach. Go up to the mountains. In South Africa, when you guys, when you were following your parents around, I mean. Were you guys kind of doing long road trips to get to where you need yeah, to go? Yeah, like super long road trips. Which is actually called overlanding now. It is, yeah. Back then, it's just, I mean, we just <laughs> called it, it driving. driving before, and right? we don't even call it safari in Africa. We yeah. just call it driving. Like, <laughs> people always ask me, oh, do you go on safaris? I'm like, no. Nah. I mean, yeah, I went to the grocery store. I but can't just go driving. There's a couple of lions <laughs> along the side, but whatever. Crazy. I mean, yeah, I had to go to school every day. Yeah. <laughs> so what was it like? I mean, could you relay any experiences that... Uh, you know, interesting as far as like uh camping and going well, I mean, out because we all over i'm using air quotes uh we overland out here but really it's we go on a trail that everyone else goes on and yeah hang out. i think there's definitely like we romanticize the the things that happen like in south africa or australia right yeah. we have this idea of like what they are it's ooh and ah you mean you can you can definitely get away i mean there's there's roads you can go down where you won't see a single person for days yeah i mean um, we were fortunate enough to stay at some of these like research stations off season, um, and there's no one on the beach. You have a whole beach with miles and miles, and nobody's around you. Oh, wow! So you have to bring—I mean, literally everything—hot uh, water, food for however long you're going to stay for. And if you get stuck, you're you're, you're stuck. So, so yeah, no one's coming to get you. <laughs> nope. We're yeah. talking what 20, 30 years ago. Um, uh, yeah, just, just about. I'm, I just turned thirty-one. Okay, so twenty years ago. About, yeah, yeah, a few decades back and. Uh, were the vehicles back then as kitted out as you see a lot of the older no, vehicles? Okay. No ways. I mean, we were in a Defender, which is a pretty capable vehicle. I mean, those of you that know what it is. Um, but we never had the Max Tracks, I don't even think was a thing then. Um, I don't even think we had a winch on the front of it. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just you find some sticks or whatever you got to do to shove under the wheels yeah. and get going. We definitely got stuck a couple times. Um, defenders also break too, so we broke down a couple times as well. <laughs> now, was like were rooftop tents a thing? No, not at all. Wow. Yeah, we needed to sleep. The stuff that we think, you know. Yeah, the yeah. stuff that kind of defines the yeah for the sure sport here. We would either just either sleep in the back of the Land Rover or. Um, uh, some of the parks you would go to have like a little electric fenced off area that you oh, can set up tents right. to try and because like shit will kill you exactly there. to try and keep the hyenas and the lions and stuff out <laughs> it's somewhat it, effective it's, it's a deterrent let's yeah. just put it that way yeah. I mean, imagine going to Sequoia right and having like electrified fences because they know the bears are going to kill you yeah. I mean people <laughs> you know? do that here in the states too yeah. You know, especially up in the up in the northern territories, people put up electric fences for the bears and stuff. Yeah, like, when you're dealing with and elk like and all that kind of stuff. And then stuff. you wake yeah. up at like two in the morning, the lions like roaring outside, and man, that gives you goosebumps. Like, yeah. you cannot believe. Yeah, it. used to it, huh? No, yeah, not I was going to ask you that because I mean, if you grow around, if you grow up around it, do you get used to it, or is it always just it's, like holy shit? It's always like shit. There's a lion gonna come eat me right yeah. now. Like, <laughs> if there's something primal about it, you just say, like, I wonder if that's one of those deeply ingrained in our DNA that it, just it says is. It no, bro, totally be scared, always be scared. Yeah. <laughs> We're not. At they the will eat you, <laughs> right? Like our lizard brain knows that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's one part of evolution that did not change. Fear yeah. of the cats. <laughs> the no, it's, a, it's an awesome place, man. Like this, being able to some of the spots you can go out to out there, just get away from everything and all the animals and wildlife you can see. Oh, jeez. Yeah, this, this wind is, is beating on us, man. It is hammering. It's because us yesterday Hop goes, "Oh, here it's supposed to be windy," and we're like, "Fuck!" He said the W. Yep. And you know what's funny is I yeah, saw the, Hop. I watched the news and they were like, "Today was actually supposed to be the least windy." Oh, really? Yes. Jeez. Until Hop said that, well, and then all of a sudden the weather report said tons of wind. So we moved to the Inland Empire, <laughs> and something I've never been used to, or I've never even heard of, which uh, we got a bulletin saying, and our kids are back in school. Thank God. Um, but they're like, yeah, if you want to keep your kids home, it'll, it won't be marked as an absence. We're like, what the fuck? What's going why? on? Yeah. Why? Like, is there an active shooter? Like, <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> like, like just get your kids in quick and just avoid the guy in the black clothes. Um, no, it's like, it was like straight up like wind related, like what? 60 mile an hour winds were coming Jeez. through in that area. And it's like, Hey, if you want to keep your kids home, that's fine. Area, the, the wind is shit. 
you know, the air quality is crap. Like, yeah. No oh, problem. I guess the air quality yeah. could be, does become an issue here. So I guess get, there's parents who don't want their kids in that kind of. Yeah. There's, deal. I mean, obviously if you have like severe asthma or something like that, like that's one thing we do get in California is the air quality because of all the dust in the desert around us. Like it can, it can get pretty gnarly sometimes yeah. for sure. Well, do you remember the brownouts? Oh yeah. I remember brownouts. Absolutely. Could you yeah. hear a hop on here? No, but go ahead, bro. Go ahead, hop. Remember the remember the brownouts that we used to have? It used to be horrible, and I I'm I grew up with asthma, so that would severely affect me. Yeah, well, whenever the Santa Anas come in, yeah. I mean, I'm just a miserable wreck. Like, yeah, that, that's I think yeah, yeah allergies and particulates. And allergies, I think, my nose gets so dry. Dude, and I remember the brownouts. Through, I almost have to just stay in bed, like which I can't because we have kids and everything. But like, I am not wrecked. I yeah. am just miserable the entire day. Because I have no allergies to anything, no like these fake peanut allergies or whatever. It's fake uh, peanut allergies. Gluten allergies. Oh, I think it's get, a real thing. We're gonna get some serious. I'm kidding. Peanut. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, I, I bet even Jillian's allergic to peanuts. Um, but uh, but like you know, <laughs> the Santa has come through and I'm fucked. You know, like I am just totally wrecked and it. I, I have no idea what in the air actually makes me like I mean it's yeah it. it's it, it's it's allergies mostly Dude, I'm on like double doses of Claritin right yeah. now with like five pumps of Flonase through my nose yeah for those of you that don't <laughs> it's experience awfully Santa dry Anna's, out here. if you don't experience Santa Ana's be be happy it um, is dry it's dry, dry and yeah it messes with your sinuses oh, so and everything it's it's like having a really bad allergy attack it's for terrible. like three days straight it's horrible um, but you know whatever we anyways have. we did we did hear uh, so real quick before we get off of Joe um so having had that experience and now having your own rig, which I have to say, it was super impressive seeing yes. what you accomplished with an open diff on front and rear. I thought you had rear diff. Yeah, no, or, no lockers. Or rear, uh, rear lockers. Uh, but you're open lockers, front and rear. Yeah, so th- when I like, bought this, like, what I, the hell? I bought the cheapest, smallest Jeep on the lot because I knew I was going to upgrade stuff eventually. So there's no point in spending all the money. Um, and I've kind of had the mindset, like, not to replace or upgrade stuff until I, like, really need it. Right. Yeah. Like, I did Rubicon, I think it was, like, a year ago. No lockers. I was going to ask you, you did do the Rubicon. Yep, no least. lockers. Um, I had to winch over a couple things, but yeah. uh, it just makes it a little bit more fun. Oh, that's crazy. But I think lockers um, and 40s are in the market here pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes well, sense. Well, the 40s alone would have really helped you up and over. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because look, you can get a suspension lift, but you're not going to lift the distance between your tire to your axle. Right. That, that, that yeah, that's, that always, that's always yeah. the low-hanging fruit. You know. The only thing that changes that is uh, your tire yep. diameter. Yep. And how much you air down. Actually, if we would have aired you up, we might have been a little Maybe, bit better. Yeah. yeah. Man. <laughs> So, sorry guys, this wind is just hammering us. So. Yeah, but this is windy. part of the ambience. No, I'm just saying. Sorry, I can't control I, that. I do have to say, we have an amazing view behind me of the valley, and it's just gorgeous out here. Yeah, and you can actually yeah, still see cool. little patches of snow up in the mountains. <laughs> out, out, out I can definitely right. feel the snow. It's I can cold. definitely <laughs> feel the cold. Yeah. <laughs> Tangent. <laughs> Anyways, um, so one thing I want to ask, and we do this from time to time, is what is your favorite piece of gear oh, over man. the past few years of doing this, being within the industry, and like being part of the industry like what would yep. you say is like one of those dude if if i didn't have this i already talked about your goddamn hydro tank like, <laughs> so my, uh, my pressurized water system <laughs> no what else what else is one of those things where you're like dude this is clutch i mean there's there's a lot of things like that go into it but if i had to just pick one other thing and not to like um talk about kc because i know they're sponsored but oh, my kc oh. lights dude like that's that's where it's at i'll give you your payment we, <laughs> <laughs> we uh we got on a baja quite a bit as well and we've okay. done quite a few night runs and just having light and being able to see where the hell you're going is yeah the, the difference between getting like, lost and not getting lost <laughs> I, I did not pay him to say this but i didn't even ask for it i was actually hoping for some crazy uh, like like african like thing that no one knows about that if you had this, it would make your life so much better. No, no. But so those pro, you have a Pro Six. Pro Six, and yeah. You, and you're the first one I've ever seen to put like some uh, cyclone. Ambers yeah, on so the I've edge. got amblers on the side, and they're hooked up to a flasher as well, so I can have like strobes. I saw and that. And then we That's have cyclones cool. underneath as rock lights as well. Oh, nice. And so you're saying when you go and do Baja or whatever, those actually it works. For oh yeah, f- for sure. You I can mean, see where you're going. The, it's pretty the, easy to get lost out in the desert at yeah, night. Yeah, you know? absolutely. The output on the Pro Six is not its selling point. It's not the actual output number, but it's like the focus light, and you feel like it does give you enough downrange. Ex- oh, totally. Abs- yeah. Absolutely. And then um, the biggest thing too is eye fatigue as well because of the color of it. You know, it doesn't wear your eyes out like you're straining. We, yeah, they do. They they actually focus on the temperature. Exactly. Yeah. Lights. Yeah, that's great. 
right on that's cool i mean it's good to hear and again he's not actually even sponsored by us. No, not at all i just had like nothing but good experiences like i've had a couple warranty claims but you guys have taken care of it immediately i talked yeah. to josh over there and it's like family Dude, they're you know? so like, good it's they're, it's awesome it's like one of the i would like to say that our customer service at kc is one of the best because we've done uh we've done those benchmark uh um surveys uh what is it called uh there's a word nps our nps rating is uh really really high across different industries not just automotive yeah. off-road so the net promoter score the net promoter that's the NPR yeah. or NPS that yeah. is that promoter yeah net promoter score yeah so it's really high and uh you know our customer service director Justin he like the dude is all about that really pushes the team to like keep that number up and we go out of our way to just ensure that whether it's through the website experience that like George runs on the team or the brand marketing experience, we all try to talk. We all try to keep the messaging consistent. We all try to help wherever we can. So if there's a problem, we all notify each other about it. So not only do you have the customer service team, but people in marketing, people in like e-com, like whatever, everybody knows so everyone can help. And uh, I think that's what helps. Like, cause I get people, dude, my pool guy brought a fucking flex bar to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you want me to do with this, bro? He's like, hey, dude. He's like, so can you hook it this up? This is a KC flex bar. <laughs> you work for KC. Can you help fix it? Yeah. And it's like, just give it to me. But my light bar. <laughs> just give it to me. And I'm like, but he still has to call and he still hasn't called. I'm like, dude, I don't want this sitting in my house. Yeah. It's going to get weird. So, but yeah, but like, you know, we all, we all help. It's all employee owners is how yeah. we see it like we all feel an ownership and, to the and that's kind of what it comes down to with brands like if they'll support you when you buy after you buy their product like in case he does that without question you know they just take care of everything well because i mean look 50 years of smiles and 50 yeah. more to come you know god i'm freezing my ass up right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely cold <laughs> it's cold yeah it's freezing so alan we're not going to talk about casey anymore because you guys got plenty of airtime <laughs> And we actually have paying sponsors now, which we'll get to shortly as we as we close out this uh, this episode of Rick for Dirt. But uh, can we give the mic to Hop? Yeah, I mean, can Here, we Hop, just take mine or, or never mind? He got one. Yeah, can we just give the mic to? Because I I gotta say, if I was to explain who Hop is, which actually that's his fucking Instagram. That's not his real name. We just, we just call him Hop now because Josh his, is his yeah, freaking his, real name. His Instagram is Hop Hunter. Hop Hunter. We call him Hop. Yeah. It's, it's quick and it's easy. It's catchy. It is catchy. It's, it's catchy. But it's like I would if I was to explain to you in like a sentence it'd be like Overland's greatest fan. Yes. <laughs> like straight up. Like you support everyone. He's also probably one of the most positive this. individuals that I that, yeah. that I know. Like, yeah. oh, like awesome. you're always happy about everyone and everything. And, he's is, got this and I'm not saying that in a in like a dude, you should take things more seriously. I was like, no, you're no, genuinely genuine stoked. Yeah. Industry, right? Oh man, it's just genuine just, stoke is all I can say. Yeah, happy. I mean look at the the people in this industry. I mean, you guys going to the RFD, going to the meets, meeting everybody. Um, man, it's it's influencing. <laughs> and it rubs off. It, it really does. I mean, I was always looking for that. And when I started going to the meets, everybody was super open, super cool. And it just like, Good wow. I mean, yeah, yeah totally. It, it's, yeah, it's awesome. Well, it's like with people like you, it's it's hard to like get it wrong. Because, I mean, you come in and you and, and we've just been really lucky. Like yeah. the average person who comes out is just super cool. And Hop actually has gone out of his way. I swear to God, every contest you ping me on i'm like i hope he wins yeah right you know? <laughs> <laughs> i hope he wins like he deserves it I he deserves it, it yeah you've actually won one actually. oh I, I, yeah i've won a couple, a couple. <laughs> you try it up you swing it up you're gonna hit that's that right ball. man that's yep. right you don't swing you ain't gonna hit yeah, yeah actually <laughs> those max tracks in the back that's i won those no shit that was nice oh, really? awesome yeah that's, that's how he's gonna build his his gladiator <laughs> yeah and he, and he, does. He, has a, he has a rubicon edition gladiator and it's yeah. gorgeous it's beautiful stock yeah stock it doesn't matter it's beautiful yeah Yeah, these are great capable vehicles yeah you could go higher we've we've realized that now you've oh yeah i mean uh i've I've been out in a few times in it and that was always my thing you know when i had the jk yep um i was wanting to learn the vehicle before i did anything first uh and that was part of the meetups you know i was going to these meetups and talking with other people and they were you know just going and buying a new vehicle and they just would lift it right out of the gate and I'd be like, wow, they, they don't even know what the stock capabilities are yet. Totally. Or what they need personally. Well, they they go, like, build their shit in, like, six months. Right. Well, yeah, like, like, go to SEMA and shit. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to. Fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> Who did that? Not oh, naming names. <laughs> yeah, not the name <laughs> drop. But. <laughs> but, no, I mean, you got, you know, you go to these these uh, these events and people have just got, you know, just built to the hill. But, 
Um, that's awesome. But I, in my aspect, I wanted to learn the vehicle the way it is yeah, first yeah. and then learn what I need to do based on my drive. You said it perfect the last podcast. That's exactly what I'm looking at. I'm looking to see what, how capable the vehicle is the way it is. Yeah. That way I know what mods I want to do to it. Right. Yep. So. Like how much do you actually have to spend? Right. Exactly. Yeah. That, yeah where do you want to spend it? Right. Because none of us are made of money and, you know, there's, there's definitely a sequence that, you know, that are defined by our needs. And you're not going to know that sequence. Like, uh, I see the question all the time in, online or in person of, should I get sliders or a lift or should I get armor, like bumpers, oh, or yeah. should I get, like, Lights wheels? Lights before and, lockers. Lights you know, should before I get, lockers. <laughs> should I get wheels or tires yeah. or should I get, like, lights? Right? Like That patch is coming soon, by the way. Right. <laughs> Lights before lockers for Casey. Yeah. yeah. Wait for it. And so, you know, those are all questions that, if you use it, they'll you'll, you'll find, find out. out. They'll come yeah. to you. And honestly, a lot of those are dependent on where you wheel and how you wheel. Yep. For some guys, you know what? I haven't invested in sliders yet. And sorry, not sliders. Excuse me. In um, skids um, beyond the factory ones. And it's because I don't do that kind of wheeling. I have gotten away two years without them. And I have no regrets so far because that's not what I do. Other people definitely wheel that way and if they don't get them they're gonna pay the price so right. you just gotta you gotta get out and do it yes. you gotta you gotta you gotta experience that you gotta build your dick man <laughs> right yeah, it's all about it the dick yeah it's all about it, that driver IQ. and that's kind of to play into what i was talking about is i kind of learned that from you because when i first met you you know trucky wasn't this built yet no trucky was bone stock for almost uh almost it, a year exactly so months, i kind of learned i kind of took that to side like okay well he's not you know he hasn't put a crazy lift on it yet or anything like that but He's going out and doing shit. Yeah. So I realized, okay, well, you don't have to have a fully built rig to go out and just have fun. And that's, exactly. that's the big thing is you can go out to these places and just have a great experience without totally. having, you know, a four foot lift, you know, or 44 inch tires. And, you know, for me, it was, 44s. I just want to go out and experience and, yeah. and be outdoors and, and just be around great, pre great people. And that's. Yeah. That's what it's about for I me. I just want to interject for a second, and I really hope this camera is still recording because it's watching not. all of us huddled down to the ground in freezing cold trying to record a podcast is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, that's <laughs> polar winds out here, man. It is so cold right now. Dude, my fingers I can't feel so my fingers bad. anymore. They just sting my and hurt. Early onset arthritis yeah. is like flaring up. My fingers just sting and hurt. So oh, God. <laughs> like I don't even know. It is so cold. Yeah, it's it's cutting right through us. Yeah. Well, Hop, I'm glad you I'm glad you came out with us. I'm glad that we met you in, at all. Like this has always been super fun. Man, yeah, I always wanted it. to get you I've out and go do something. Always been yeah. a big fan of you guys ever since you guys before you guys really labeled it as RFD. Yeah. Um yeah, it's just been a <laughs> I can't even speak to it. It's it's a huge opportunity for me. Well, that's all Frank. Before RFD, it was all Frank. <laughs> He's the one who started the community out in Orange County at South OC. And uh, I was lucky enough to just get to him. I mean, that's where you met Matt, yeah. um, 321. Yeah, and that's dude, how you kind of got started, too, One of too my best Kate. friends came straight yeah. out of uh, RFD. So, yep. I mean, this community, at least the one that we've created, I can't speak for all of them, but I think the RFD community... Uh, prior to that was uh, 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 what'd you call it? Rigs and coffee. It was raising coffee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we just attracted the right people. It was like not pretentious, not pretentious. No assholes. Yeah, exactly. Like assholes just didn't fit in because everyone was so warm and friendly and cool. And uh, and I gotta say, even even I got softened up a little bit by the community <laughs> because I when I first came in, it's like I didn't know anyone and I was very like anti, not not super anti, but just very like standoffish. I think back on when I first came to your events when they were just yours before they became ours and they became RFD. Like I was so almost intimidated, but yeah. I just didn't know. Yeah. And then like I met Matt and I started meeting other people and uh, you know, well, I you think, just realized how I think warm a little it bit is. of that comes from the import part of it. Sure. Yeah. Came from. Cause I came from like the Honda scene and the yeah, Honda exactly. scene, like yeah, you're just flexing like on each other. And, yeah. Right. And it's right. like, you're it's a lot not of posturing. If you're, if you're acting like friendly, like then, you know, the 90s equivalent of what that would be, I can't say the word because now it's not <laughs> politically correct, but like they would call you that. And yeah. Like, and that was just what it was. And it was just like this very egotistical, very like macho kind of scene. And, yeah. And it was a bunch of insecure people just flexing on each other through their vehicles. Right. Now it's like we've all become comfortable in our bodies. Like I could exist outside of my vehicle and still be who I am. Right. 
And my vehicle's still badass too. We're also like, not 17 anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so there's yeah. that. Helps. <laughs> we can handle our liquor a little bit. Yeah. I'm married and I got two kids. I yeah. got no time for your shit. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> we're, not, we're not 17. We're not raging with hormones and making stupid decisions. <laughs> yeah. So, well, maybe not raging with hormones, but definitely making stupid decisions still occasionally. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's. I think that was one of the key points that I've heard a lot in that community is that. Um, it was a really well-rounded, really accepting, positive community. Or yeah. It still is. Oh, for sure. And that's what um, was heartbreaking with COVID to, that we had yeah. to stop. Dude, it's oh, um, you're not like a solid year. It has been a solid year. Solid this year. will be Actually, this will be on the year. Like yeah. it'll be on the the dot. weekend really? will be a this, year. This yeah. month, this next, which is what I was going to say next, is you know now that we're kicking it our, off again. Our one year anniversary of COVID happens on the first day we're yep. back. The first Rick day we Dirt. also stopped doing rig for, the first month yeah. we stopped doing rig for dirt because that was that the was same hard. weekend we went to the Adventure Expo. Yep. Oh, that was right after the campout. Yep. The yep. campout was the last official. In late February. Or was it the expo? Which one was it? The expo was, it was after. the expo. Okay. Yeah. So, so the expo was the final, final. Final, final. And then the campout was the final outdoor. Outdoor, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. At and least so, the, the most responsible. <laughs> so that was, yeah, I mean, that was it. That was like, so it's it's good that a year later, you know, we're, we're kind of coming out of it and we're going to yeah. get to, to safely meet outside um, again. I mean, I'm gonna be so kind excited. of a, I'm gonna be kind of a jerk about it. I'm gonna have flyers. I'm gonna pass them out. No, like, I mean, you know, we're still gonna follow masks, rules. Stay away. You want to get together? That's on you. Yeah. You're a grown ass man or woman, like, or her, she, him, it, what, whatever you identify with. Right. Like, you are you are more than welcome to come make your own choices. But we're gonna make sure we set the ground rules. Like, hey, this is what it's expected. City, right. and. Uh, if you got COVID, that's oh on you. Oh my God! Good lord! I think my truck's about to lift up, lift up off the ground. That was a strong one. You know it's windy when you have grit in your mouth. Yeah. You could you could feel the sand crunch. Yeah. Anyway, bring it, so, bring it to your well, lives. Listen, I think uh, I think you guys should definitely come visit this uh, OHV park. It's super cheap. It's five bucks to get it in. It is five bucks to get in. Yeah. Five bucks or, per and vehicle can, to get in. And you can camp here. You know, and you get your temperature check when you get in. Yep. You could camp. You could have a great day. Bring the kids out. There's like, like I said, there's beginner, novice, there's and bathrooms. You know, Plenty experience. Yeah. There's yep. all kinds of trail levels. Uh, did you guys have fun? Oh, yeah. Absolute blast. Yeah. Awesome. We're stoked that you guys came out, and uh, I think it's time to get back in our vehicles and uh, get a little warm. Because all right. I can't, uh, I, can't feel, I can't feel my I can't feel my hands. Let's bills. pay some bills. Uh, first up, um, our our tried and true from the beginning, Casey highlights. Um, they've been with us from the beginning. Like we talked said. enough about Casey. Yeah, we did. So, you know, thanks for them. Check them out. Um, I love my company. A, we have a code for them. Uh, well, for now. I mean, yeah. look, the code uh, may be gone by now. I don't know. I know what it is. I'm trying to get rid of them, but it's RFD Casey. Perfect. Oh, so right. um, check that out. Get yourself a nice little discount on behalf of RFD. Um, when it changes, if it changes, we'll let you know. Um, or next you're up, just going to find out. Yeah. Or just, yeah. Uh, next up. Uh, is Rebel Off Road? Yep, uh, they're brand new with us. This is the first podcast you're hearing well, about. Well, brand them as new as far as supporting the, yes. the podcast, as far as being a presenting but sponsor. A very longtime friend yes. of both of ours. Yeah, and so that's one of the things I think Ooh. with all the brands that are supporting us right now is we have we have long lasting relationships with them. Correct. Yeah. Um, they were strategically chosen because we trust them and we have relationships with them, and we can. It's not fake. We can get behind them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so, and they can get behind us. And so that was you know definitely check them out. Rebel Off Road. Um, and then, of course, right behind them um, in the order is DeMello Off-Road. Yep. Um, I've got my bumpers from them. Quality product. Jason DeMello is a super solid dude who has also, so great. has also been in the community for well over 20-some years. Um, started fabricating in his parking space at his apartment complex, which is which is awesome. Um, but that's, you know, true entrepreneur, right? And, so, and also a true uh, guy of the community. He's been around. He's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Uh, and he is a wealth of knowledge outside of just armor. And one of the first people to sign up on the, yep. on the podcast since uh, we uh, rigged for dirt or rigged supply. Uh, Correct. Went on to do their thing. Um, now we're, now we've got three. I never saw the day. And speaking of three, uh, we also have who? Oh, Milestar Tires. That's right. And, you know, it's interesting because Frank runs Falcons and they're great tires. But Milestar has supported me. In such a huge way with my project and a lot of our friends. A lot of our friends, yeah. Um, who also run Mile Stars and, and they're fucking amazing in the snow, if you haven't heard the last couple of episodes. Um, but uh, but Mile Star is kind of like KC, but for tires. They are involved within the community on the grassroots level, do really great 
like events like uh, their XPDN uh, uh, one event that they had, which is like these expedition events where they'll go in California. Uh, I think one of them's in the east, out east. I think they're doing something with Camp Forlo uh, down for the Baja Rubicon. They're really involved within the community. Um, my buddy Martin and Andrew from, from Milestar are just great, great individuals who are really passionate about off-roading. I mean, Martin's got a badass TJ. Uh, just an awesome company. Yeah. Great tires. So yeah. Check them out. Martin's a great dude. Yep. Um, so that's uh, that's it for us. Um, check out our website, rigfordirt.com. We've got some merch up there, some patches. Buy some uh, patches. Buy, buy some, some t-shirts. Buy some t-shirts. Um, and don't forget to check us out on the Instagrams. Um, I'm Frank at Trucky McTruck Base. I'm Ali at Kate the Jeep. And don't forget to follow our friends. Joe at Hydro Tank. Hop Hunter. Nicholas is N-L-E-G-R-I-S. All right, guys. We'll, catch, we'll talk to you later. Thanks. Bye-bye.